0: Today on the Rogue Retirement Lounge, buying your first turnkey rental property out of state. I'm gonna tell you how I did it and it's easier than it sounds. Welcome to the podcast where entrepreneurs go to learn about alternative retirement investing strategies and structures and all things related to planning a successful, prosperous retirement. If you're self-employed, if you're a gig worker or solopreneur, you've come to the right place to learn how to retire wealthier, retire sooner, and retire happier. This is the Rogue Retirement Lounge. Okay, so let's talk about buying your first turnkey rental property. So when I talk to entrepreneurs who have not yet invested in real estate, They always ask me, you know, how do you get started? Because it does seem complicated, especially if you're dealing with out-of-state properties like I was. Uh, And if you're living in the States and you live on either coast, your chances are you're not going to find something local that's going to cash flow. You've got to go inland, which means in a lot of cases you got to go out-of-state. So that's where turnkey comes in. And turnkey properties can really uncomplicate things. But just so you know buying a turnkey house isn't truly turnkey. It's not super easy, but it is a lot easier than doing it yourself. So first of all, what what the hell is a turnkey property? Basically, that's a situation where they have these companies, a lot of them in the mid- Midwest, where they will buy a property generally at auction or you know a foreclosure place, they will rehab it, they will rent it out, then they'll sell it to investors like me, or you, hopefully, and then they will property manage it for you. That's why they call it turnkey, because basically everything's done for you. All you have to do is give them the money and then start cashing the checks. I love the model. Um, a lot of people don't, including um, there's a guy named David Green, who is uh, one of the hosts of the Bigger Pockets podcast. And if you don't listen to that yet, you should, if you're at all interested in real estate investing. David Green, he's an author of the book, The Long Distance Real Estate Investor, or long, something like that. David, you, you can look it up. David Green, Long Distance Real Estate Investing. And he says, don't do turnkeys. And why? Well, he he has this whole method where he puts together out-of-state teams, where he'll put together a, a realtor and a property manager and a contractor, basically let them do all the work, and he kind of manages it from afar. For me, I'm too busy for that. I don't want to build a team. I don't want to oversee a full rehab of a house and deal with contractors long distance. That's why turnkey is for me. Plus, you know, the whole idea is to maximize your savings when you buy the place. And if I have to share the profits with a turnkey provider to have them take care of all the headaches, then to me, it's worth it to not have to deal with the contractors and the plumbers and the everyone involved. So I love the turnkey model. And the beautiful thing is if you're buying for the long term, the houses are going to appraise when you buy them and they're going to be cash flowing from day one. So it really doesn't have to be a smoke and killer deal. And the place that I'm talking about that I bought, and I'm going to go through the process that I went through to acquire it today, um, this place has Appreciated a ton since 2018, so I bought it back in 2000, like the summer of 2018. Bought it for 146 grand, and this is a four-bedroom, one and a half bath in a suburb of Cincinnati. Today, less than three years later, Zillow has it at 190 grand. So, say what you will about Zillow, that could be low, it could be high, but. That's almost forty-five grand in just over two and a half years. So I'm I could not be happier. Not saying this to brag. The guys I idolize in real estate investing would think that this is totally small potatoes and would laugh at it. But for me, it's it's a huge deal. And since it was my first out of state house, I'm psyched that it is doing so well. And if I had used the David Green method to find a place, I wouldn't have gotten this deal. Okay. I it would have been taking me months and months to put together a, to find a place. It would have taken more months to rehab it. And this way I could just make it happen. And it was, all I had to do is wait a couple months for the rehab and it was, it was fine. So it's possible that I could have found a similar place and saved 10 or 15 grand by managing everything myself, but I didn't have to. I think I'm going to live longer, not having to deal with that kind of stress. So it's all good. And it's cash flowed since day one. The tenants are awesome. I did have one repair issue, though, and it was kind of a semi-major repair issue and kind of icky. They, they had bats, okay? So up in the attic, somehow uh, there was a big enough entry point where bats moved in so i i got a message from my the property manager saying hey we were gonna have to fix this thing and i think all in to get rid of the bats and to seal up this hole it was like four or five hundred bucks not a big deal not a big deal given that they pay me what 1300 bucks a month for rent or more um yeah 1385 i believe is the rent Anyway, so let's get started. So in about 2018, I was about a year into my real estate research phase. I had made the decision that I wanted to get into real estate. I do believe that that is the quickest way to build wealth and that it's the most proven way. The rich people that I know and the rich people that I study, they all own real estate. And I knew that I wanted to get out of the stock market. I thought we were in a total bubble starting in 2017. Turns out, you can't time the market. I was I was early, but I wanted to get out, and um, I thought that it was time to pretty much di- divest and get into real estate. So. So through podcasts, listening to Real Estate Podcasts, I found four or five turnkey providers. And again, I have mentioned this in previous episodes, but I think that listening to podcasts about real estate is a great way to find people to increase your network And it's worked for me. I've found syndicators through podcasts, and I've found turnkey providers. And I looked at a bunch of properties in Ohio, um, Indiana, South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Kansas City, Missouri, Florida, Tennessee. And I found this place uh, in Indianapolis that looked really great. It was about $120,000. 30,000 square foot lot. Um, I liked the location. It was near the airport. There's a lot of jobs nearby, decent schools. So I put down $1,000 in earnest money and the rehab began. And as they were rehabbing it, I got uh, updates um, and photos and everything looked good. And when they were finished, we scheduled an inspection and an inspector came out. And um, one of the things that I came back in the inspection report was, you know, there were a lot of little ticky tack things wrong, but uh, I saw in one of the photos that a stair on the deck that in the backyard that had supposedly been replaced, a stair was literally detached. And so I pointed that out and just started getting a bad feeling about it. And there were enough things wrong that I knew that we were going to have to get an, a second inspection. So I decided I was going to fly out And shadow the guy while he was doing the second inspection. So got a ticket to Indianapolis, flew out. And I got there the night before and just decided to pop by the property. And it did not look good. Like there were some overhangs where there was peeling paint and they said that they had painted the place and clearly they hadn't done a very good job and as, as I was getting ready to leave and go back to my hotel room, I saw a real estate agent drive by that was going down to a house that was for sale a couple of houses down. And so I, I walked down and talked to her for a second and you know, told her I was looking at buying this house and she gave me some information. And one of the things that she said was that no house on that street was worth more than 100 grand. And I was looking at paying 120 for this place. So that was yeah, yet another red flag Next morning, I show up, and the overhangs that had this peeling paint had been literally spray painted. Some dude, either early that morning or late the night before, came by and sprayed these overhangs to try to hide this peeling paint. So I knew that things were not good, and I knew that this was a shitty company, and I just was getting a real bad feeling. But then, as I followed the guy during the inspection... He went through and he the garbage disposal didn't work. When he turned on the bathroom faucet, the it, it leaked like badly. And then he showed me the circuit breaker and it had what they call pushmatics. And this is an old like 1950s breaker box that he said were prone to getting stuck. So instead of opening up and breaking and, and blowing the circuit, they would get stuck and could start fires. So that at that point I was like, fuck this, I'm done. I'm not gonna buy the place. And I asked for my earnest money back and have never talked to those people again. Fortunately, Indianapolis is close to Cincinnati and I had been talking to a turnkey provider in Cincinnati. So I got in my rental car and I drove to Cincinnati these people were total pros. I toured their office. I met them, talked to the property managers. And the property manager lady who who runs their property management wing was just a boss. She covered their eviction policy, which is tough, tough, tough. If you don't pay by the 7th, you're gonna get a notice if you if you still haven't paid by the tenth. You're gonna get evicted. These people are they call it tough love, and it uh, it works. Tenants do not take advantage of them. Tenants pay their rent on time, and it works great. And that made me feel really comfortable. We also talked about the rehab process and they standardize everything. They paint the houses the same colors, they use the same tub enclosures, they you put new fuse boxes regardless of how old the current one is. They don't use the pushmatics, and they were they were horrified when I said that it was a 40-year-old pushmatic. Uh, breaker box in this place in Indianapolis. They would not do that. So these people were a totally different breed than those turds I was dealing with in Indianapolis. Now, the house that I wanted to buy was just beginning rehab. So they sent me to take a look at another house that they finished so that I could get a feel for the work that they did. And it was beautiful. I went to this place there, they had a lockbox, and I, I let myself in and spent about a half hour walking through the place. And it was just unbelievable. The paint was great. The trim was great. Everything was really well put together. They had done a great uh, refinish on the hardwood floor. So I was convinced these were the people that I wanted to work with. So when I got home, got my earnest money back from uh, Indianapolis. I gave it to the Cincinnati people and waited. So again, they were in the process of rehabbing the house. So I worked with a bank that does non-recourse loans. And we're going to talk about this in another episode. But I was buying this property within an IRA. So I have a self-directed IRA that I use to buy this property. Now, I know that Tom Wheelwright, if you've read Tom Wheelwright's book, um, Tax-Free Wealth, I believe it's called. He's one of the rich dad advisors. He says, do not buy houses in IRAs. And why is that? Well, he says it's super dumb because you don't get the tax benefits, okay? Because you can't essentially take the depreciation. You can't take the, uh, the mortgage interest deduction. So he just is adamant that it's dumb to buy a house within an IRA. But I'm seeing really crazy appreciation and it's growing tax-free in the IRA. And I'm in the process of converting my entire IRA, including my houses, into a Roth. So down the line, when I do retire in seven years and two months, I'm going to be taking those distributions tax-free. So overall, I'm happy, but yes, I could have achieved more tax benefits and essentially a better return if I would not have bought all these houses within an IRA. So if I had it to do over, the first thing I'd do is I'd loan myself money from my IRA to make a down payment on a house outside of the IRA and take it from there. But Anyway, that's uh, another topic for another episode. So, a couple months later, I signed the papers. They had a tenant in place when I bought it, and the tenant was on a three year lease. So, how fucking cool is that? A mobile notary met me at Starbucks. I signed my mortgage papers. And then a month later, I'm getting my first rent check. And these guys have been in the house since then, and they're great tenants and they pay on time, and God bless everyone, it's working out great. So almost three years later, I'm making good cash flow on this house, I'm paying down the mortgage, and the place is appreciating like crazy. And so all in all, with the exception of the uh, bullshit with the Indiana place, it was super easy. Now you can do this too. You don't have to go visit your out-of-state turnkey provider but why not? I say it's worth it to meet people, you know, do a handshake, see their work, but then you'll never have to go out again. You'll have formed a relationship with this provider and you can take it from there. So that's a brief overview of the process. Now, if you have questions about buying uh, turnkey cash flowing rentals I got to tell you, they will accelerate your path to retirement. So leave me a voicemail at my website if you have questions, and I'll I'll, I'll get back to you. Um, or you, And that's at rogueretirementlounge.com, or you can email me at matt at rogue retirement Lounge. I'll be happy to help you out in any way that I can. So real quick before I go, I just uh, wanted to share some news of the absurd. Now, California in case you didn't know it, is completely fucked for a million reasons. Now, I've talked about San Francisco and how that place is going down the toilet, but the whole state of California is really becoming a victim of its own absurd policies and laws and commie lawmakers. And this was a a little story that I just saw that is a perfect example of how screwed up California is. So this California couple bought a house for $560,000 in January of 2020. Okay, so clearly they were way out in the boondocks because a $560,000 house doesn't go very far in California. So anyways, they're in the suburbs somewhere. They buy this house for five hundred and sixty grand in January 2020, but the owner, because he decided to take advantage of California's COVID eviction moratorium, decided he was going to pocket the cash and continue living in the house rent-free clearly he's not a renter so the law how how the hell could the law apply to this situation but the couple who bought the house can't move in and their legal proceedings that they have taken on to take possession of their home have been stalled because of the ban on evicting tenants so there you go and again this is not a tenant of the former owner this is actually the former owner who just took 560 grand and now refuses to leave. And now it's over a year later and they still are not able to get into their house. Can you imagine that? So anyway, that's just, uh, I I saw that and I thought I'd share it because I think the ridiculousness of California is uh, endlessly entertaining. So uh, there you have it. Okay, so that's it for today. And if you would do me a favor and subscribe to this show or follow the show, I would really, really appreciate it. So until the next episode, uh, go out and make some money. Nothing in this podcast is meant to be financial, legal, or tax advice. Though there's some kick-ass information here, it's for informational purposes only. Take control of your retirement planning, but get professional counsel if you need tax, legal, or financial advice. For more content like this, join my mailing list at rogueretirementlounge.com. And if you have questions about retirement investing, entrepreneurship, business, or anything else, my email address is matt at rogueretirementlounge.com.